Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Stephen Peterson, and today we're chatting with Kathleen from the Wood Buffalo Animal Rescue Committee. Yeah, so I'm I'm Kathleen. I'm the, the president and intake coordinator of the Wood Buffalo Animal Rescue Committee, otherwise known as WBARC. And uh, I've been with the organization since uh, 2014. I was one of the, the founders. And, um, yeah, we are committed to helping um, stray and uh, unwanted pets, um, primarily in the rural communities and as well um, as in uh, Fort McMurray. So how have things been at the rescue? It's been uh, quite busy. So uh, since September, we have taken in uh, 63 dogs. Oh, wow. We uh, still have 27 in our care. Uh, 25 are in uh, foster to adopt situations. So that means they're just awaiting some medical procedures such as vaccines or spay or neuter because we adopt out our pets fully vetted and fixed. At this time, we have uh, two dogs up for adoption and uh, two cats. Oh, that's pretty cool. So did you, I was reading up about the Betty White Challenge. It went viral, not only in Alberta, but across the world. And I was reading that you guys actually got some donations regarding that. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we did. We got, um, I don't have the final tally yet, but I believe over $2,000. So we're incredibly uh, appreciative and thankful to everybody who donated. Um, most of our funds does go to providing uh, veterinary care for the animals that we have. Um, that is our, our biggest expense as an organization. So it really helps us to get the, all the pets, all the dogs and cats in good health prior to adoption. Now, does all the donation money go towards the animals or do you guys put some of the money into other things? Um, we have no, we're all volunteers, so there's no paid staff. It primarily will go towards uh, vet bills. We do get a lot of um, donations of uh, food and supplies from uh, lovely pet stores in Fort McMurray. And um, yeah, prim uh, primarily it'll be going towards vet costs for sure. We don't have much overhead. We're not a shelter-based rescue. We just have all our animals in foster homes, so we don't have a facility we need to pay for or anything like that. And now, so do you guys have any other events coming up or going on at the moment? Yeah, so at this time, uh, February 4th, there's going to be a 50-50 cash draw at uh, Short Change Pub. And then we're uh, working on something for Valentine's, but uh, it hasn't been confirmed yet. So we'll know more about that um, next week. We're going to try and hold kind of events throughout the year. So we'll try and do it like a... Um, a March event maybe tied in with St. Patrick's Day and then April, Easter. We're looking at some um, exciting stuff coming up in the summer, such as like a dog jog and maybe golf tournaments, things like that. Um, we also may throw a, a bottle drive in there somewhere as well once the weather gets a bit better. So I know you guys, It's you said it's foster homes and stuff like that, but has COVID impacted you guys at all? Yeah, it has impacted us um, tremendously, really, because we used to have more sort of face-to-face uh, -face interaction with um, our potential adopters and stuff like that. Um, part of our adoption process is to do like a, a quick tour of the, the person's home. Um, with COVID, we were doing that and we still are doing that like virtually. Um, and then um, again, too, with, with foster homes, same thing. So all that has kind of been moved to virtually. 
Um, we don't go into the vet clinics at all. The, the They come out to get them from the parking lot and go in. So, uh, yeah, these kinds of things as well have been uh, a challenge, but we're working through it. So how can, if someone wanted to help out the rescue, how would one be able to do that? What's the best way to, whether it be donations or just help out in general? Like, what are the, some of the options people can do? Yeah, so if they go to our uh, website and go to, it's uh, wabark.ca, they can find um, a volunteer form, form under forms. So volunteering, you, it could be anything from like ongoing events or say you just want to volunteer like like one afternoon at, at something and a one-time commitment. There's uh, those kinds of volunteers. We always need help getting puppies or kittens and animals in general out of town for vet appointments or to transfer them to other rescues, also to take them to vet appointments in town. Sometimes the foster is working and can't make it. Um, also stuff like airport pickup and drop off or when we get um, animals from uh, Fort Chippewan. And then um, other types of volunteering would be like if we had an event and somebody wanted to come and be part of it, they could do that. And then of course, fostering is the biggest kind of volunteer commitment where um, you would commit to taking an animal into your home to care for it. Um, we provide everything, but the, the length of time can be, you know, two months and, and more than that going forward. So that is a bit of a longer commitment, but we're always looking for those kinds of things as well. We're going to take our first break here on Fort McMurray Matters, but when we come back, we'll hear more from Kathleen about the Wood Buffalo Animal Rescue Committee. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, today we're chatting with Kathleen from the Wood Buffalo Animal Rescue Committee. So you're saying you got a, you get some animals from out of town. Is that you get yeah. a large portion of animals from out of town? I would say... At, at this time, yes. Um, most of our animals at this time are coming from the, the rural communities in Wood Buffalo. They just don't have the same access to veterinary care. So, and the lifestyle, I suppose, is a bit uh, different there at times where, you know, like stray or roaming dogs is more of the norm as opposed to in Fort McMurray. So we're trying to reach out to those communities to see if they, you know, need any help with the animal population, if they need food you know what can we provide what can we help them with and oftentimes it is you know the removal of of animals so we assist when we can we take them into our care now i'm assuming that it's mostly just dogs and cats but are there any other animals that you guys have not at this time um we have had some bunny rabbits before and then um way back like closer to 2015 or so we did have um some guinea pigs so, um, yeah, we're not opposed to taking those smaller critters. We just, uh, it would be a, we would just have to find a foster who was familiar with the, the care of those guys and stuff like that. So is there anything yeah. else I always want to ask before I leave? Is there anything else that you would like to say or mention before I, we end the call today? Yeah, just, we really want to thank the community for all their support. Um, all the, the adopters, all the, the fosters, all the people who donate, all the people who share our posts. Um, if you're interested in adopting, we have two beautiful black dogs, young adults, and we have two really adorable six-month-old kittens, and uh, they're all looking for homes. They would make great additions to uh, your life and your family. We're now going to switch over to Sean in his interview with Chuck Bransgard, 
who is the executive director of the SPCA. Good afternoon, Sean Kreitz with Fort McMurray Matters. And today, very special guest, I have the executive director of the Fort McMurray SPCA joining me on the line today, Chuck Bransgard. Thank you so much, and how are you doing? Thank you for having me. Doing wonderful. Thank you very much. Now, Chuck, I think the last time we talked, your first week on the job, uh, summertime. How is everything going since then? Has it been a wild ride, or are you coasting? It's been a wild ride for sure. Yeah, when we first talked, uh, we were doing the community call out uh, for funding because we were uh, in such desperate needs at the time. So um, it's been an up and down journey for since that point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did things ever get any, any too drastic in any direction uh, that you guys had to like do anything? Uh, no, luckily, because the community did to pitch in and they helped out so, so much, we were able to... Uh, keep our doors open and make sure that we were able to help those animals that needed the help. That's very, always amazing to hear. Uh, just the other day, the Betty White Challenge. When this first came up, when unfortunately Betty White passed away on her 99th birthday, almost 100, and then someone, I don't even know where the challenge originated from, but someone was like, hey, she loved rescue animals. Just donate whatever you can to a shelter. Uh, I think it was like start of January when that happened. Uh, what popped into the SPCA's mind? Did you think it would work? Honestly, the first thing we popped into our mind is we didn't want to take advantage of the situation. Um, so we did our, our homework first and we made sure it was okay with the family and the editor. Once we did all of our, our checking, we decided that we would roll with it. And honestly, we expected to get some donations from it, but not as much as we did. It was it was a phenomenal turnout. And can you reveal, like, A, how many people donated, and B, how much money was raised? Is it still going on? I can't tell you how many people donated, but I can tell you right now we're over $11,000, and people can still donate to that uh, to the Canadian um, website. So, yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness, over $11,000. So how does that make you feel as uh, here at the SBCA when you know you've been through some troubling times and then a day like that comes along? Once again, super proud of the uh, Fort McMurray and Wood Buffalo area. It's, it's amazing what they do. When when people put their mind to it, they, they really impress us every time. And it's just it's just so impressive what, what the Wood Buffalo community has done for us so far. We're going to take our second break here on Fort McMurray Matters, but when we come back, we'll hear more from Sean and Chuck all about the Fort McMurray's SPCA. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, today Sean is chatting with Chuck from the SPCA here in Fort McMurray all about how helpful donations truly can be. And what can $11,000 do for the uh, the Fort McMurray SVCA? So $11,000 can do a lot of things. So vaccinations for animals, they can actually do, uh, help uh, animals become uh, fixed uh, so we can get yeah, animals um, the medications that they need. A, a number of different things $11,000 can do for us. And what is the animal situation looking like at the uh, SPCA right now? So right now, typically December and January are our uh, slowest um, slowest months. Um, so, but we are higher than average still. We're sitting at 30, uh, 30 uh, dogs and 30 cats approximately, which is actually a lot larger than average. Um, so on average point, we have anywhere between 20 to 25 animals in, in um, or not 2025, 20, 20, 25 cats or dogs 
in-house. So so I guess like out of nowhere, uh, this challenge popped up and it's maybe just like an unexpected amount of money that is gratefully donated towards the SBCA. Uh, is there any other events uh, coming up for you guys that people should look out if maybe they didn't really get a donate towards this one whether it was the means or they want to but they want to help out in the future is anything else popping up for you guys absolutely so um because we're not allowed to really do larger events because of the covid situation just keeps changing the events we're doing a lot of smaller uh, uh, events now so February 14th, we have uh, Lock Up uh, uh, Sweet Treats, and then February, uh, we also have uh, Lock in a Kennel. We changed the name of that one, sorry. <laughs> Locked in a Kennel in February as well, so yeah. No, that sounds wonderful. Where can people go to find, is there like a list of events online that people can check them out? Yeah, there's a, a list of events on our website. Um, we will have it posted there, and also we have our sponsorship package uh, posted as well, our events calendar. So people can actually look and sponsor us for those events or participate in those events. So, and how is uh, how has uh, COVID been affecting the SBC? You mentioned the event part of it. You can't really host the the big events anymore, the big money raiser ones. Uh, any other aspects of uh, the rescue that uh, COVID has affected? Of course, it's just like every other nonprofit right now. Unfortunately. The needs are greater, um, especially mental and social, and uh, the needs are, are much greater for our dog food program, or, or sorry, uh, our uh, our food program. Unfortunately, the needs are much greater, but the uh, donations are less. Uh, and that's just because the, the, the situation that everybody's in right now, unfortunately. Everybody's trying to keep uh, prepared and, and for the worst or, or for the best, so... And how can other people, uh, maybe they can't donate money-wise towards the SBCA, but they want to help out in any way, shape, or form. How can other people volunteer and help out? Absolutely. So volunteering, uh, we, we will be having call-outs for volunteers for some of these events. Um, so they definitely help out with some of the events. Unfortunately, right now, we've had to put a restriction on our volunteers simply because of the COVID situation. We try to keep uh, as few people in the shelter as possible so we can keep people brought in. Um, and, and paying attention to the animals. So, uh, but we do have other ways that they can volunteer. So like yard cleanup and that kind of stuff um, where we can keep them outside and, and keep them safe. Um, and then also um, they can donate um, their uh, food, uh, monitor, anything, anything like that. So dog, pet food, cat food, uh, treats, um, bedding, that kind of stuff, sheets, towels. So any sheets or towels that people don't want to use inside their house anymore, they can bring them along to you guys? Absolutely. So we use those for the bedding for the animals, and we also use them to clean, uh, clean off the animals. So. Oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, Chuck, anything else you would like to add and let everyone else in the RMWB know about uh, the Fort McMurray SBCA here? Yeah, there's there's a number of ways. I, I just want to promote the... Um, just want to promote the Wood Buffalo region and all the help that they've given us. It's been amazing. It's been every time we do a call out or or an ask, um, the Wood Buffalo region has, has always stepped up and done their job and, and helped us out as much as they possibly can. And it's it's just amazing. And then also this year, we're really trying to promote and ensure that people know that our, we are no, not um, government funded. All of our funding comes from grants, um, sponsorships and donations. So everything that you can you can do for us is greatly appreciated 
Right on. Thank you so much, Chuck, for joining me today. I'm so happy to hear about the success uh, from Betty White, like a lady that's 99 and people just wanted more years out of her. That's remarkable to hear. And it's it's impacted the entire world in just a fantastic way, especially right here in the RMWB. So thanks once again, Chuck, uh, for joining us today. Thank you. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have here today on Fort McMurray Matters. But if you missed it or you want to hear more, you can always head over to our website at mix1037fm.com. That's where a fresh episode of our podcast is uploaded every day. Just click on the news section. Fort McMurray Matters airs every weekday at noon. I'm Stephen Peterson. Chat with you tomorrow. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.